Hello and welcome again to the Cycling Dads podcast, the podcast for dads who ride. I am Aaron Thomas Smith, your host, joined as always with Devin Palmer, Remax Results. And Devin, we are back in the saddle, as it were. I didn't say the thing you thought I was going to say. It has been a minute, Aaron. You are correct. I did it on purpose. I wasn't going to say it. Devin, how have you been, man? Well, Aaron, it's been several months since you have spoken to me, <laughs> but I've been well in that time. A little anxious. You know, it's hard when you wonder if you're losing a friend, if you're losing a co-host, if you're losing a mentor. But but here we are again. You know, I didn't lose any of those things. So anxiety relieved. Wonderful to see you. How are you? I'm good. For those of you who don't know, Devin and I only communicate on the podcast. There, There is no group chat. There is no texting. There is uh, certainly not three group chats and one Instagram group chat. This is the only way we, we talk to one another. So however long it's been since our last episode, Devin and I have not uh, spoken to, seen, or I've interacted. No big deal. Who's counting? <laughs> Let's go on iTunes, see when our last episode was. I don't think I really want to do that right now. That's too depressing. Cool, Devin. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad you're excited that you haven't lost all those things. Um, August 15th. August 15th. Whew. Boy, it has it has been a minute. It has been a minute, I have to say it, man. So uh, what's what's new, Devin? What have you been doing since August 15th? Well, let me tell you about the power of process. I've been following a process for a couple of years now of telling my best friend that he is a valuable highly skilled, highly proficient sales professional, and that he deserves to be compensated as such and working in a role where he feels proud of himself. Okay. And about two years of telling this guy, hey, buddy, you're worth it. What he did, Aaron, is he went out and got a new job in the sales profession where he, I don't know, let's say tripled his income. Cool. That sounds like he did did a good thing for a friend there. Uh, he is a high-powered, high-earning. I'm not saying he makes seven figures, but I'm not not saying that. Okay, Just thinking about investment properties. So I blessed him with the self-confidence to pursue his worth on the open market, and unfortunately, my reward was let's call it about August or September of last year. Is I just never heard from him again. Oh wow, that, yeah. what a what a mean dude! What a what a kick in the balls, as my kids would say. <laughs> Kids say that to you. We there's a lot of a lot of nut humor around the home right now that August is bringing back from elementary school. Okay, so but Devin, I believe asking, I believe my question hold, was how hold, 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 hold. <laughs> our daughter keeps asking, Daddy, what if I poop on your head? Yes. Yeah, she's three. Ooh, that's a fun one. Yep. No ball talk, but a lot of poop talk. Age three, got that poop talk going on. Got that. That just the questions of like, where, where can I testing the boundaries? Mm-hmm. Yep. What if I poop on your head? <laughs> what happens? Now, Aaron, I could tell you were trying to segue. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Congratulations to you. You took a fabulous new job. It was, you Thank know, you. I think we announced it. Did we announce it already? I don't think we did. I don't think that episode ever oh, made okay. it out. Well, it was, oh yeah, we never published it. We never did. So bummer to say Podimore is such a great chapter in your career and such a great place for so many years, but to to reach outside of the bike industry, I was I was very excited for you. Um, well, thank you. We've talked about it a little bit. I don't know if we've ever mentioned on the podcast, but sales through Podiumware, through the bike industry, I discovered a love of sales and 
it's it's nice to be able to flex that muscle in a different territory and and specifically we just we just had our biggest show of the year in Vegas which was just nonstop week long go 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 and i i would get done with the day and i would literally be standing in a booth talking with hundreds of people and at the end of the day it'd be like 5 6 p.m. been in the booth and it's 8 a.m. and would be energized like not tired yeah. at all and that was, you know, I, I think there's a lot, I don't know if you ever talked about this on the podcast, but something I really believe in is like, if you're doing the things that you, I don't know if meant is the right word, but if you're doing the things that you really should be doing, like you're going to, you're going to get energy from them. You're not going to feel drained. Yeah. Found my truth. And yeah, it's, it's been, I'm in the promo space, which for those of you who aren't aware, it's basically like how Devin gets his bottles branded with his Minneapolis moves logo. There's, there's a whole industry and uh, yeah, we're, I'm just in that space as a supplier and, and loving it. And I think, I think I'm going to explore that space for a little bit. It reminds me a little bit about when you found realty. Yeah. Devin. No, I hear you. And it's because I had found my little niche and my, I found my Zen. Did I get to say Zen on the podcast? So I, I felt so at home um, and I could see, you know, see the path forward and see, I was so excited about it. I have been so excited about it. I'm going into my fifth year in the industry. I was hoping when I knew, I know your level of skill in sales. And I was just so excited for you to find wherever you click in that same way. So it, it's fun to hear that it's in the promo space. And I actually got to go, You hope your company hosted a large garage sale, warehouse sale event last fall. I came through, I bought an ungodly dropped, number of items. You dropped a bit of money. <laughs> but hey, I had to support my absentee friend, Aaron. It was my, it was, I had to spend a lot of money just to spend time with you, but it was worth it. It was, it was, uh, it was a very interesting event, but got to meet a lot of great people. And yeah, but Devin, the whole, the whole point of the original question was, what have you been up to? Not, not, not oh, what I was I've been up to. to hit you with a real guilt trip there for abandoning that was, me. That was a good guilt trip. Your job. Life has been very good on my end. I got a Cirrus H3 on crazy, the secret sale. I don't know if everyone knows. Cirrus went super bankrupt last year and you could super get a Cirrus H3 for 400 bucks shipped. Mm-hmm. So I got one of those for 400 bucks shipped last <laughs> summer and it sat in its box until early this year. So it's, we're at the end of January. I got it going and I bought a rocker plate, you know, the little wobble board underneath it. Oh yeah. I've talked um, about it. Per your, per your advice. So I'm on Zwift. I'm using a smart trainer. I'm on a rocker plate. I have Amazon. I'm just watching Amazon, watching like silly movies on Amazon Prime. Swift what are you phone. watching? Come on. Are you familiar with the film Lucky Number Slevin? No. I really enjoy that film. It was the first Lucky film I watched. Lucky Number Slevin. Okay. Lucky. While I was whiffing. I, I don't know. I, I don't claim to have good taste in culture, but I really enjoy. I've been enjoying it a lot more. I've been able to ride an hour without issue. You know, even, even 30, 45 minutes, sometimes last winter, I was just really struggling to enjoy riding just kind of Spartan on the rollers. So this new setup allows me to enjoy the ride and ride, you know, ride up to an hour and it's no mental strain, you know? Yeah. So it's been great. It's been a good setup. It's very comfortable. 
The other biking news is I got, I won't go into too many details, but I did get hit by a car. You did get hit by a car. Hit by a car. No one believed me. I told you in a table full of people, hey, I got run over the other week and you guys just didn't, didn't take it. We thought you were joking. We a thousand percent thought you were joking. I texted Rich to tell him that you said a funny joke and he sent back a photo of your destroyed brand new Sorello Asparo. I, I do have to admit, though, that there were there were a lot of people that if that same situation happened, my face would be beat red. No embarrassing reaction at all whatsoever. <laughs> Definitely just. I, I don't know what that says about you, Devin, or, or what you say or how you interact with us, but we definitely all thought you were joking and you were not. And thankfully you are, you are safe and not damaged. Yep. It, it's, it was kind of a scary reminder. So I got clipped. It was the last warm day. I was actually riding in shorts and short sleeves. I was riding, I was going to finish my ride and then have head over to an inspection for a client who had a property on contract in Northeast. I still, I still made it to the inspection, but on FaceTime. So even though I had just been run over by a car, I still made it to, to walk what? through the inspection. What a my- professional, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Devin, Devin Palmer will just- make it to your inspection, even if he just gets hit by a car. I was still in my kit. I was a, about as crabby as you can be, but I was like, ah, I better I better just call in quick and let them know what's going on and just listen in case there's something that comes up. How'd the inspection um, go? You know, a couple of small items came up, but it was a really well-maintained house, so it wasn't a big deal. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Inspection of my bike, not so good. Yeah. No, unfortunately. You, but you just got that replaced, right? I've ranged the replacement. Yeah. So Cervelo, Asparo, um, Rich, Rich and Sam at Now Bikes helped me out. Yeah. And th- not to bite you, but I'm definitely buying one of those this year. It's time. As well, you should. It's a great bike. It's a fantastic bike. Sam, uh, actually, at at now, I went over there and was like, "It's time." I'm I'm really this year. You know what I'm about this year, Devin? Well, I based on a lot of your activity, I would say watches. For those who don't follow you online, it's watches, watches, watches. I do watches. love watches, but no, I, I get like seven figure income, and it's watches, watches, watches. <laughs> what watches. is what is the energy that I'm bringing this year? Let me tell you. It is enjoying the things that I enjoy. Like I'm, I'm, I've been so down on myself for so long about like, this isn't something that's helping me. This isn't something that's improving my physical health is, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is. Like I have, I have ruined fun for myself by, by replacing it with responsibility and I can't do it anymore. I I got to a really hard place. And I think, I think a part of that too is like trying to find, trying to remind myself of the things that I really do enjoy. And I love, love buying a new bike. (laughs) Well, okay. Clarify for our audience. Are you saying you're about to be completely fiscally irresponsible? No, no, this is planned. Responsibly buy, responsibly, but unapologetically buy the thing that you want to. Responsibly, but unapologetically just just get the thing because this year doing five events right you and i all gravel rides all about 50 miles i can't think of a better bike than the asparo i can't it's so fun it was it really it felt to me i had a little bit of like minnesotan karma like i went and got the asparo yeah loved it to death gorgeous 
enjoyed the ride, rode it for two weeks, and then got hit by a car. I'm like, what? I go and get something nice for myself. Yep. And it gets ruined. The guilt's already there. And then the universe comes down and says like, you know what, buddy? You were right. You didn't deserve that. Let me take that away from you. (laughs) But no, that's what I'm all about this year, man. I'm realizing that my kids are seeing in me, like they're, they're seeing the traits I want them to see, but they're not seeing me enjoy life. And that's what I want for them too. Um, and there, there's been a couple of things where like my kids have come back to me and said things like you're wasting that or, you know, and you, they're just these mirrors for ourselves. Right. And like, you're, you're not quite there yet, but man, when they get seven, eight, they start, they start pulling out sentences and you're just like, that is something I've never said, but I have certainly implied. And I am, I do not want them to take that away from me. No, so. we already hear it a little bit with our three-year-old because she, she soaks it all in. I mean, even to the point that I've sworn in front of her just a couple of times. So once in the car, I yelled, <laughs> exclaimed the the F word. <laughs> wait, wait a second, Devin. Wait yes. a second. Low, low moment in parenting. I got startled pretty badly and exclaimed the F word with her and her brother in the backseat. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, oh, the kids are back there. We should never do merch ever again. But if we do, it's going to be a t-shirt that says... <laughs> exclaimed f word <laughs> no it's it's man I'll, I'll sometimes they say things that i'm just like you gotta be kidding me man like that is oof. what if i put it on your head oof uh yeah man so well, what else is about, listen here listen here mm-hmm. i've been enjoying riding inside i'm really excited for our spring and summer plans for some of the gravel rides yep. outside let's run through them really quick what are we doing we're going to start off with Meesville. Yep. The following week, we're going to head up and do Granny's Gravel Grinder. I think that's just north of the metro. Yep. Same weekend fun. as Fulton Grand Fondo. Same weekend as Fulton. And then two weeks later, we'll go down to the Haywood. Haywood. In Northfield. You really like that one, so I'm going off your word on that one. Yep. We'll Nate Ryan. Shout out to Nate Ryan. He's the one that gave me that insight. Fellow cycling dad. Um, he asked me to come down and I, honestly, I really didn't want to last year, but made myself and ended up being the best ride of the year. Hands down. So we'll do those three. That's very late April through mid May. If we can swing it, it's more of a drive. I think it's a couple hour drive, but the hot dish be another gravel one. I think that's July 15th. That's down in that drift driftless region. So we'd start in Winona. A lot of good climbing down there. Yeah, so if we can swing that one, it's always harder to predict with two-hour drive because we're dads. Yep. If we can make it work, but those, those are the ones we're focused on. And then, do you have another one? You'll do the Minnetonka ride. Yep, I'm going to be doing the Tonka Tour de Tonka again. Yep. Did it last year. We need to get Eric on the podcast, our buddy Eric. Did it with Eric. Again, didn't want to do it. It was the, I think it was the day after, or maybe it was two days after I had that super depressing breaking my bike incident oh yeah because you had your your fun little string you broke your bike you got a new bike had it built up broke it on the first ride 19 miles in yep bothered your wife who was trying to put your kids to bed yeah always a good look yep come pick and me then up. two days later it's raining and pouring at tour de tonka yep. and you crash and i crash at tour de tonka was having a, an amazing ride up until that point we're riding with two dudes from beef train 
they were preparing for Leadville. We actually, they, they shut down the ride, but we were so far in front of the group that they didn't catch us. And so by the time we actually, so in, for those of you, you know, people only listen to this in Minnesota anyways. So in YZ, basically we went from Minnetonka to YZ, and then you go up right on highway six and take that across. So they were like, well, no one's going to be past YZ by this point. So they just shut it down in YZ. Well, at, basically from YZ to the next stop, which I think was the Dakota Rail Trail when you hit that again, which was like, a, I think, a 15-mile section, there's nothing. And then the at the end of that section, this guy on a go-kart was like, dudes, you, you, we're shutting down the ride. You got to get off the course. And at that point, we were far enough away. It didn't make sense to like go go back right the quickest way back was just to continue the ride so we did we ignored him and kept going and then uh i hit a uh some tracks in excelsior went down and cut open my hand and then ended so you up defied authority and immediately found yourself on the ground this whole thing that we just talked about right yeah. felt a little bit guilty did did something for myself felt a little bit guilty and the universe came down and said nope no you can't have nice things <laughs> yeah doing nice uh, so you'll throw that one in the mix. Can I tell you a, a, a little secret of mine? Always. I've been thinking our friend Amant rode up the Grand Marais. He split it up over three days. Oh, yeah. On his Cervelo Espero. It's, yeah, it's kind of the new, it's the former Birchwood bike team, now West River Racing bike. West River Club. Racing, which is the first time we're mentioning that. Yeah, it's rebranding, renamed. I swear, I think two thirds of the people on the club will have a Cervelo Espero by the time the year is out. This is there. There's, yeah, Cervelo Espero Apex One. I, I need that, but yeah, no. Most of Ryan Stremke. Yep. Imant. Yep. You. Yep. Who else? Well, when we're listing it and it's only three, it's a much less impressive number. No, there's definitely more though. Definitely more. I'm just oh. I'm just blanking right now. I think I think the one time we did actually manage to count them all up, it was something like seven, which is more than when you're doing a bike deal back in the 90s. That's insane. That's a lot. But Amant got me thinking, I kind of want to try and, if the year is going well for riding and I'm riding consistently and feeling strong, I would try and do like an epic overnight where I ride up to Grand Marais in a day, meet my wife up there, stay overnight, and then drive back the next day. How far is that, though? It's too far if you're out of shape. I would drive a part of it probably to reduce the mileage. Like it's about two, probably 230-ish. Oh, yeah. You're talking past Duluth. So that that would be a lot even if I were in really good shape. To simplify, I might start in Hinkley and, you know, trim it down to something more like 150 or 60. My longest rides are 137 or 8 miles. Well, I've done I've done Duluth in a day, yep, and I like that. That was good, but that was about one eighty, and did actually have to pull the plug on it, just outside of Duluth proper. So, I have been wanting to do that again. Maybe who knows? But just kind of a, kind of a personal challenge. If if the riding is going well, yeah, you know, I'm not it. That three to four hour range we're targeting for our gravel rides, you can get by if you haven't been riding a ton. But obviously, anything over four or five, I'm not really interested unless I'm I'm riding consistently and feeling strong. Yeah, I I, I think like that two to three and a half hour 
range for a ride is really what I'm interested in right now, even when I'm feeling strong, just because of getting home, you're not feeling dead the next day or the next couple of days. Like there, there is no benefit to me to do a longer ride. Yeah. Speaking of longer rides, the perhaps most ludicrous bike race on earth, the Arrowhead 135 just happened. And yes, cool dad, Ben Doom won the thing. I don't know. He's got to have won that one before, but That's, he's just a maniac. Ben Ben Doom. First off, what a what an absolute nice guy. He really I mean, is a very sweet man. He is he is the nicest dude I've ever met. And that guy likes riding bikes. He he really does. I I was curious about what you know, kind of what his results are. So I'm looking looking through right now, but. Man, and this was not an easy year. No, it was bitterly cold. Yep. It'd be a ton of snow, and it's 135 miles. It just, that's such a goofy one. It has no appeal to me. It seems uncomfortable from the jump. Yeah. What was it? He ended up doing 23 hours, 45 minutes. That's too much riding. That's that's pretty nuts. And I like, my favorite part about Ben is he he does Zwift when, when he like absolutely can't get outside. He'll do Zwift and he'll just bang out a sentry and be like, well, just yeah, I had to had to top it off. And I'm like, that is that is that a, is a hard for me. individual when you can do that. That's that's nuts. And it, I didn't he like just last year break his hip. Oh, I don't know. You tell me. I don't I'm, track. I am almost there. positive last year he had a broken hip. Took him out almost the whole season. He was he was so upset about it. Did a lot of canoeing. Oh, OK. Yep. But good, congrats to Ben Doom. Very cool, Dad. Uh, that is one of the things about not being in the bike industry is I've explained to my coworkers that I used to ride throughout the winter in the weather we're having right now, which I think, didn't we hit like negative 20 windshield today? Yeah, it was not great. It was, it was a cold day, but you know, everyone's coming in and they're, you know, talking and I'm like, well, I, I mean, I've ridden my bike to work in this before and they're, they're flabbergasted. They don't believe me. So I, I kind of want to do it just just to do it. I think you you probably would have to validate it for them to have any reason to believe you. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, but it's look, look at the watches, Aaron. You think someone with that kind of watch that you wear on that wrist <laughs> is riding in negative twenty weather? No. This is this is just this is a Casio. Okay, this is this is a wow. This is not a expensive watch. So okay, cool. So we, that's kind of the update for the for the riding part of thing. I haven't been riding. Well, Yes, let's get into the reasons, the medical reasons. Speaking of medical records and medical reasons and medical maladies and bacterial infections, let's review why you haven't been on the bike this past month. So one of the things we've we've talked about a little bit on the podcast is reproductive health, mm-hmm. right? Because being a dad is part of that. And so I decided to kind of step up and, and take my part. And last month, I decided to get a vasectomy. And, you know, I think I'm not disparaging or saying that what I was told about the procedure is incorrect. I will say this, however, I, the way it was explained to me from the people who provided the procedure, from people who have had it in the past was essentially, this is like getting a tooth filled. What I've been led to believe is that post vasectomy you are smooth like a Ken doll now you go on you tell me with what happened but 
like the the level of concern is is nil right it's like if you want to do this the the biggest problem is getting into get it done right and maybe you have to have an ice pack for a couple of days you know that's that's fine so was that not your experience Aaron it was i would say for me and since i've done the procedure and had my own personal experience i have talked to a few of my friends who have also had it done who have explained to me that in a similar way they were they expected one thing and they received something else and so i just want to provide another perspective i do not i would say regret the procedure i want to be very clear about that did they put an extra one in the bag there i do th- i do think <laughs> i do think it's important for people to understand that it is it is a surgery right it is an outpatient surgery but it is a surgery it is a very weird sensation to have someone snip you and then basically cauterize you while you're wide awake and getting a giant needle shoved into any part of your body, much less your scrotum doesn't feel great. I would say where I messed up a couple of places. First place I messed up was I did not have anyone come with me to the procedure. Really? Uh, yep. <laughs> Again, not a big deal. So I'm thinking this is fine. And you're going to get a little real on this. I did not, it wasn't like, an issue for walking around or like getting back or driving myself back home. It was, it was definitely like emotional support going there by myself, not having someone to talk to, not having someone to support me, getting anxious, sitting in the room, seeing all the very, you know, sharp things (laughs) that I knew they were going to do things with really freaked me out. Did not put me in a good place going into it. Fortunately, I did. I did have actually a really great doctor. He was he was very nice. Talked me through the whole thing. That was where I messed up. Number one. So if you're going to do it, I would say get someone who is supporting you through this. Number two, where I messed up is try to get back into things too quickly. So you know you're a dad. You got small kids. You know they don't really understand so much like layoff dads. Um, there's no cast, there's no visible injury, there's no like, yeah. Yeah. And so that was, I did take full two full days off, which was the recommendation. And then I had the weekend, but just due to our lives and what the kids need, I wasn't able to rest as much as I needed to. And that led to um, some pain. Again, getting into the, getting into the real talk. I do think I returned to what we'll just call activity a little too soon. And I believe that led to not that. <laughs> Devin is making a rude gesture. We don't need to we don't need to elaborate, uh but the point is I think that that did not help with the healing process and led to unfortunately a infection as best we can tell. Either it was an infection or it was some sort of uh immuno response that at one point caused my testicles to swell to roughly five times their normal size. For the listener, Aaron was describing <laughs> all this in graphic detail to group chats instead of a doctor. And I immediately, like, I had to like come down on him pretty hard. Like, Aaron, take it to a doctor, not well, to the boys. Okay, 
in my defense, I was I was already reaching out to a doctor. This is the other thing that I think because of the pervasive attitude towards how simple this is, how little complications there are, et cetera, et cetera. It was difficult to get a hold of my provider. I didn't hear back for a couple of days. I ended up having to go to urgent care. Urgent care gave me a talking to about how vasectomies don't have complications before they ended they up gave, giving. They really were like almost malpractice level. It was shocking what what you relayed the the experience was there. It was it was surprising how difficult it was to convince them that I needed um, medical attention and help, which. Again, I think because of the pervasive attitude of like, this doesn't cause issues. And I think, and the reason why I wanted to talk about it on here uh, is because if you do get this, I want you to like, you know, be very vocal about like, I need help and you need to help me. And, you know, this, I paid lots of money for this, like it ended up being about a grand to get the procedure done. It's not covered. I just think it's important for like a dude out there, like don't don't suck it up. Like I, w- I was trying to suck it up and I was sitting in my office chair when this was happening and it, literally in tears from the pain. I almost couldn't make it home. To, like that was how bad the pain was. And I'm glad it didn't get any worse. The antibiotics worked. You know, I got the help I needed. But I mean, that was two weeks ago. So... It's it's just something that, you know, we, we don't do a ton of real talk. I mean, we do real talk, but we don't we don't get into like super serious topics. When when I went into it, the other thing I kept hearing was like one percent, one percent, one percent. Like that's the number of complications. I wish I would have done more research, um, more talking. I've since talked to a few urologists who tell me it's more like twenty-five to forty percent have complications similar to what I experienced. Not quite as bad, but definitely there. So it's not you know, and again, I, I feel like this could very easily veer into like women's reproductive health and, you know, but I feel like this isn't a convert. This is just dads who are looking at getting a vasectomy, you know, just, just be aware. It's not getting a tooth filled. It's, it's a, it's not a major medical procedure, but it, it can go south and you should have all the information and you should make an informed decision and you should do it for yourself if you really want to get it done. So, and for those of those, many of you who, who it was like getting a tooth filled, congrats. Let me tell you from the quote unquote 1%, like it isn't a picnic. The fact that it happened to you and that you just, you just didn't go right back to the doctor to get it squared away right away. You let I, it I do want to clarify. I did go right back to the doctor. You just I, absolutely did not. I did not hear back. But there was also an opportunity. Your horror show between your legs. <laughs> it was like, go to the doctor. Aaron, seriously. I had, did I not have to send you like a angry and serious text? You need to go to the doctor. There were a few. There were a few angry, serious texts. Yeah. It was, you know, and honestly, this is not easy <laughs> to talk about. This feels, uh, there's a lot of vulnerability here for me. So, sorry. If this is not what you signed up for, maybe we should put a disclaimer on this episode. Maybe skip this episode if you're if you're looking for a typical Devin and Aaron good times. But yeah, that was uh, oof oofta. Yeah, not great. So Devin, Aaron. how do you want to pivot, how do you want to pivot out of this one? <laughs> Gee, well, so well. Anyways, you're what 
what I'm hearing when you've described everything for the last 15 minutes, Aaron, what I'm hearing <laughs> is the reason that yet again, you have not done a lick of aerobic work. Not used to do aerobic work, whether it's whether it's just doing Zwift races and no aerobic training, or if it's just taking a month off because you infected your infected your your nethers. We're at more than a month now. I'm really bummed out about it. I need to get back on the bike. I need I need and good news, Zwift just released. I think they have new racing courses on their new Scotland World. So I got a reason to get back. I'm stoked to get back. Is it bad that I don't really look at Swift very much while I'm doing it? It's on my phone, and then I'm just watching TV. No, I, I think a lot of people do different ways. I'm yeah. I'm engaged in the the world, the community, the game, but I think a lot of people just use it as like a way to be a part of something. Yeah, I like it as a platform. You like the gamesmanship. Yep. Yep. But are you completely healed downtown? Yeah, I, I think so. But I haven't hopped on the bike yet, so that's the that's gonna be the next thing. Good try that this weekend. Keep you updated. <laughs> yeah. Should we post about that on the Cool Dad Cycling Club Facebook page about your medical health downstairs? I don't think we need to. I don't think we need to do that. But the bathing suit area. I don't think we need to do that. Um, cool. Well, that's so we covered fitness, lack of fitness. I am returning to fitness after getting run over. I took six weeks off, but I got run over, Aaron. That that's that that sounds worse. I actually also tried to go back too fast. Uh, two or three days later, I tried to go for a run, and my leg, the leg that took the brunt of the impact, uh, did not respond well to it. So I had to take another another several weeks, just completely sedentary. It's wild how our bodies need to like heal, yeah. need time. Yep, yeah. and as long as you don't push it too bad, and then listen when you get the feedback. But I, I was very lucky. I see Dr. Bob at Amesbury Chiropractic. Um, so I was able to see him the next day after the crash. And he really helped out a ton in you know helping me manage everything. Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob. Yeah, he rides for Flanders. He's uh, He did Meesville with us. He's a phenomenal cyclist. Cool. I'm going to answer Before Bob. we go, let's mention the North Star Development Team. Yep. Would you sponsor which I sponsor. They're an incredible program. Uh, big presence out to the east of the metro. A lot of riders kind of, it's kind of, they have a Stillwater hub and then the Roseville hub centered around the bicycle chain. So David Bicycle Chain and Charlie Sherry, just everyone, it's a fabulous program. A lot of opportunities to learn and grow as a young cyclist. So I'm talking to them and helping make a push, trying to connect with more of the high school mountain bike teams. Nice. But if, any of our dads who listen, if you've got a kid coming in into their teen years and they want to get a little more serious, but they want to, you know, a fun and safe program for the kid to grow in, you know, take a look at North Star. Yeah. It's a really nice program. It's, and it's then a fantastic also, program. Little Bella's, the registration for the Twin Cities, the ride program is opening February 1st. So Little Bella's another it's all about mentorship on bikes for young women and it's just another phenomenal program completely different but they're also starting with registration for the year so little bellas north star development team take a peek get your kids riding bikes yep if we gotta timing is right they're both they're completely different ends of the spectrum of what you're getting out of the programs but they're both 
it's it's really lucky. I think we're lucky that we have great programs like those in town. You know, Martha Flynn, who's been building out Little Bells in the Metro here for the last many years. It's it's so fun to see what she's brought forth and the opportunities she's created for people. Yeah, we have we have an amazing kind of pipeline for kids. And I think the issue that we have is getting the word out, getting people involved, letting them understand how beneficial this can be. You know, Little Bells is fantastic. Trail Kids at the Lopet at the Oworth, another great opportunity. I know that's big enough now that they've expanded it down to Lebanon Hills. And I think Battle Creek as well. All the great work Bruce Martins does uh, with the Odivo, um, Donkey Label. I mean, it's it's really a goldmine here. So, I mean, if there's if you have a kid that's interested in riding bikes, you know, you can reach out to us. We'll point you in the right direction. But you know, Little Bellas, North Star Devo, there's there's a ton of great options. Well, Dad, cool. anything else to wrap up the the first episode of 2023? Hey, Aaron, it, it's what a joy, what a treasure to reconnect in front of our listening audience. The first time we're looking at each other across the computer screens. Wow. Wow. You think my shaming and guilting of you was a little too thick this episode or was it, was it appropriate? I think, I think I I had some coming. I had some coming, but I am, I, I do feel like versus previous years where maybe our kids were a little bit too young to, to allow for the activity pace and the activity plan that we have put in place. I think those five rides that we have set aside this year, I think we'll be at all of them. I think that's going to work out this time. I'm stoked to do them. Yeah. You and me both, buddy. Great to see you. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, I know it's been a minute, but uh, we're glad to be back in the saddle and uh, we will see you all next month.